Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back to another episode of the Keel Podcast. I am your host, as always, Alex Keel, alongside me, the inside of the insiders, <gasps> Tyler Keel. Hey, welcome back, Alex. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> oh my gosh, Mars on a breakaway. Oh, for Pete's sake. Oh, Varlon made the save. Sorry. Yes, this okay. is why we cannot have games on in the background. We got I one mean, guy. Yes, I'm sorry. It's a big deal. Sorry. Leafs are playing again, just like last week's episode. Got big ol' 8 hey. D day over You're here. Right. An 8 day over here. We're not getting it's shit not AD, done. It's not ADD. I mean, it was a tough Yeah, it is. It was tough last week because you weren't here. They'll reel me in, so like I had to start over so many times just so I get it through because the game was on. You were just like, uh, well, okay. When you watched that Devils game last week, do you don't tell me that you were a little nervous that they're about to lose to the that they were gonna, the Devils were going to tie the game up? You see, Tyler, that's your problem. I refuse to watch a game that includes the Devils. Your back's turned to the TV. Well, well yes. <laughs> see, my back's not turned. I'm facing straight on forward. That's um, not my problem. But uh, no, it's a uh, it's. It was it's it was weird doing it last week. That's why I think it's probably gonna have one of the lowest views ever. Probably <laughs> lowest well, listens. Lo, 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 listens lo, lowest views on the app or the laptop, and the most and the least clicks. I mean, by it. all means, if you want to watch the ticker go by and see how many seconds you've been listening to us, by all means, that that that's your prerogative, bud. Yeah, you can listen. Yeah, I want to see how a lot of people actually listen to us. Um, but before we go too much further. We got to make sure to mention you if you want to get involved in the conversation of this episode of the Kill Podcast. Please tweet at us at the Kill Podcast. Use the hashtag TKP or hashtag the Kill Podcast and let us know how much you don't like us and how much you wish that Tyler did more episodes by himself. Thank you very much. I know it's not going to happen, but it's okay. Your spare parts, bud. Ah, uh, thanks. Thanks, buddy. Now, All talking right. about you being spare parts, I heard that you had some opinions about some sweaters. Oh, I did, didn't I? Yeah. So uh, the all-star sweater you're talking about. The all-star sweaters. You're talking probably how I don't like how the fact that they have all the logos on them. Like, all the logos. And the fact they're all the same colors. Okay. <laughs> Here, here's what I'll tell you. You're wrong because of three main reasons. One, the reason why... Sure it's not two yet? Can you get to two? Can you skip one and go to two? Can we skip all three? About that? No, we're not allowed to skip all three. Are you sure? This is not like a YouTube video where you wait until like five seconds and you're like, skip ad. No, this is not about that. You can skip this now by going up by probably a minute and a oh, half for of this Pete's episode. Oh, for Pete's sake. No. Anyways. Number one. Nope. The reason why all the logos from each individual team are on there. Because participation trophies, that's why. No, it's because that's what the NBA did. They're the oh, all-star jerseys, right? Because they had the black and white jerseys where one team wore black with white accents and one team wore white with black accents. And Are zebras black with white stripes or white with black stripes? Yes. <laughs> Actually, I think there's like... It's, thi- they're, they're white with they're, black they're stripes. They're white with you black stripes. You cannot be... It's a joke. But, but needless to say... Zebras can't see underneath, underneath themselves. It's like the B movie. Black and yellow, black, black and yellow, black and yellow. Oh, yellow, black. Ooh. But as I was saying, so... They're taking that same concept that the NBA used because it worked and it was popular, and a lot of people bought the jerseys. Well, it's the same thing they used to do all the time. Like I said, Major League Baseball's all-star game. Each team just wears their own they wear Exactly. Their own which well, is okay. Because think about it this way. Adidas and the NHL make these jerseys in mass production to sell to consumers to either wear to the game or just to have as a collector's item. And as a Toronto Maple Leafs fan, a lot of people like alternate jerseys. It's literally so. Sorry. It's it's like 
It's like another alternate jersey, but it's the all-star jersey. It's like those black ice ones they made. Yes! Yeah. Why can't you... Yeah, so like, oh, we're, let's actually make them like wear something like that. So that that's that's reason one why you're wrong. Because, oh, they're finally going to make a sweater that people... They actually wore on the ice or something like that? Well, yeah. Well, yeah, because they never wore those because, duh, those well, sweaters no. would look kind of bad on the ice. You may as well... It's almost like a stadium series game, if you will. Reason two. That wasn't reason two? No, that was reason one. Oh, okay. You try to skip reason two, and then you try to skip all three. Oh, I tried to, try to skip reason one, and then try to skip them all. Reason two. The fact that they're eco-friendly. I don't have a problem with that. I don't have a problem with But that. you said you don't like them. Yeah, I don't like the design of them. I, hey, good for the environment? Sure. Okay, that's good. Just the look of them. And the fact that they're all the same. They're not the same, though. Well, because you're not, not all the same, but they're all like black and white. Like, I know last well, year... Well, yeah, it it's a like, uniform. It they're kinda, supposed to look kind of similar. It got a little funny, like, last year when they had, like, each team had different colors. Yeah, that that was bad. La- last year was god-awful. You should be you should be ashamed but of I, yourself. But what I... Or I'll let you get to reason three first. So, so reason two, eco-friendly, which I am all for. Uh, the Miami Dolphins had their entire jersey yeah. selection. Like, it's all great. Okay. It's good for the environment. I like it. Good. Reason well, three... Save the trees. Save the fish. The New York Rangers logo. Oh, yes. No. It's not the stupid Rangers across the chest on a diagonal. It's the old we crest. Up, we have to call up Ked. We got to call up Ked from the morning skate so you, know, you, so you two can just stroke each other. I'm not. <laughs> hey, if he was a Carolina Hurricanes fan, maybe. You'd be best friends. He, he said good things about the Carolina Hurricanes, which I did appreciate. However, no. I However, just, Dougie Hamilton's going to get traded. You're right. Okay. He better not. Tommy Dundon's a loony, okay? Tommy Dundon is a psychotic genius. Yes, they said the same thing about Hannibal Lecter, and guess how that ended up. Anyways. Puts the lotion in the basket. Hey. When did did he all of a sudden have a German accent? He was English. Well, it it was a deeper voice. Oh, I was about to say. It puts the lotion in the basket. Shoot it, Nelly! Sorry. Oh, for Pete's sake! Sorry, Willie's just holding on the puck for 10 seconds. Sorry. Yeah, it's like he had a stroke or something. That was my three three things. So my thing was... The fact that... They are doing something that will be profitable and easily marketable. The fact that they're eco-friendly and the fact that the New York Rangers crest is coming back. I What I want is I would really like to see the – the remember they did it for Minnesota. And I think they only did it maybe a couple more times. But like the, the – the arena. and I said this last week's show, I want to see where like – so if it's like in San Jose – have it kind of like San Jose-ish color. Remember the year they did it in Minnesota? No! Yeah! That's no! Gross! Okay. I, I it, let, me, let me put it this way. Minnesota doesn't really have a rival, per se, but say if... Um, you're right. If Toronto hosts the next All-Star game, you're right. Toronto and Boston colors, just so two teams can beat the heck out of each other, even though that make no sense because they're on the same team. Okay, yeah. So, so <laughs> that think would of, make no so sense. So think of it this way. Austin Matthews... Wearing a Toronto Maple Leafs jersey and covered so in black and yellow. How uncomfortable does that make you feel? What? Why are we doing? I was saying, like, we should have it. No, okay, I understand it. But, like, well, not, like, total, like, have the same design of the All-Star sweater as the home team. I mean, like, have it similar. Like, have it be blue versus white or blue and white versus white versus blue. Or if have not, like, the official. Like, they designed something. You know, they did design something. It's black and white. I'm talking. It's simple. It works. You're right. From It'll now on, sell. From now on, just black sweaters. It, you know, I really, you know, I'd like, I want, I think they should start, like, 
bringing back some. Hey, for some reason, nostalgia is the thing is is the it thing right now. So let's see the original, like the old fashioned sweaters come out. I want to see the Campbell Conference and Wales Conference sweaters, the black and orange and white looking ones with the logo on it and the stars. That'd yeah, be I cool. agree. That'd be cool. I agree. You want to um, know why? Because because I'm right. Exactly. I know. Because those two conferences. Should conferences. Be, good, don't do I conferences. conferences there. That's what they should be called. And I feel like the NHL logo and should go just, back to just, the orange logo. It's just going to be like Eddie Olchick, like, I could have been on that all-star team. No, you couldn't have, Eddie. I'm sorry. No, I couldn't have. You were still trash. You were a fifth liner on the Stanley Cup. You want to know something funny about Eddie Olchuk? He's considered an all-star in NHL. In, uh, no, because he's in, on the stinking video game and exactly, the voiceover. In an ultimate team. He's considered... An all-star. He couldn't flip it. Oh, my gosh. Why? Because he did one thing. Winnipeg Jets. The Cubs come back to Winnipeg. Well, guess what, buddy? He went to Phoenix. You know, look how that well ended. Yeah. Good job. Habby was good, but he wasn't that good. Um, moving on. Moving on. Finally, from that nonsense. Oh, for uh, Pete's sake. Since we're talking about the Leafs game, Frederick Anderson uh, is playing tonight. Back from his groin injury and the flu. Um, that's kind of good news. But, you know, I mean, it's kind of good for the Leafs because I'm kind of bummed. You know, Hutchinson was playing well. I don't, he wasn't playing bad. He was doing his job. But since apparently Sparks is okay, like he he was just taking shots the other day. I think maybe they put him back on the roster because, you know, they want to see if he can get back in. I guess he's fine. But, of course, that means Hutchinson and Kaskiswo had both get called or both get brought down to the Marlies, which I don't, a lot of people are like, oh, why can't you keep Hutchinson? Why can't – because Spark okay. For those that look on the outside and think, oh, my gosh, Spark, Hutchinson's better. Why don't you get rid of Sparks? Because Sparks, folks, is on a one-way contract. So you can't just get rid of him without putting him on waivers. Or you can just or you get rid of him. No, you can't send him down. Well, hold on. They want to, like, oh, just send him down the Marlies. No, because you have to clear waivers, and guess what? Some team would pick up Sparks. Well, exactly, because he is an AHL starter. Well, okay, they wouldn't pick him up for that. But, like, there's a team out there that could use a better backup. Carolina. Mm-hmm. Yes, you'd have two goaltenders from Toronto go to Carolina Kay. in a six-month span. Okay. Here's the thing, though, bud. Okay, don't take your... No, so before you go to your crusade BS, let la- me go. Two names. Mrazic. And Darling. And not so backup, Amy. <laughs> yeah. You don't... You'd rather have Sparksy than Mrazic, wouldn't you? Actually, I don't know. Well, I think Sparks played better, but then again. I'd rather have McElhaney over everybody. But Back to the me. Leafs. Hutchinson is on a two-way contract, hence why he was playing most of his time this season when he was with the Florida organization, playing in Springfield. Well, yeah. So you can send Hutchinson down as much as you want, with no problem. Play ping pong with him. Exactly. That's what. That's Kaskiswell. That's the thing with Kasky. He was going up and down. Wasn't he only out for one game? Kaskiswell? Yeah. No, he was back. Kaskiswell. Kaskis- no, it's Kaskiswell. I swear to Jesus and everything. It's Kaskiswell. Kaskiswell is um. Well, you know, he was backing up Hutchinson the entire time. And Babcock was smart. And oh, not that's right, because both were out. That's right. right. And he was smart enough to not let the kid play, because I like Cask. He had good numbers last year, but he is You don't want him. the media to completely destroy him. Oh, not it, yet. It wouldn't be the media. It'd be the opposition. I don't think he's ready yet, and I hate to say that about him. The kid is a good kid. He had a really good... Well, good, you shouldn't hate to say it, but it's just he had he's, not no- de- he's not developed yet. He had good numbers last year with the Chicago Wolves when he was on loan, because remember how Vegas had all their goaltending An problems. An AHL team. Same thing. Right. He ne- he just needs to be developed. That's all. Um, He's a good goaltender. He shows promise. So, that's I, it. I'm just glad, I'm just glad Freddie's back, and everyone's talking to me like yes, he's got to get ready for a workload and stuff like that. And I, Babs made a good point. They wanted to make sure that he was okay before he came back, and you want to make sure he's fully healthy because 
the Leafs are not in a position where you need to force a player, any player back. That's why they didn't force Matthews back. Right. They weren't going to force Anderson back. They sure as heck weren't going to force Sparks back. Well, especially with the if, if freaking record that they got right now. If Hutchinson was like, instead of, I think it was like a 917, nine, almost a 9-2 uh, goals or save percentage. It was like a 9-10, let's say. And yes, he didn't win a whole lot of games, but he did his part. He played if he was playing like an eight eighty goaltender, and they had to play Casco. Yeah, Freddie may have been pushed a little back, a little quicker, maybe. But Hutchie was playing pretty well. He was doing his job, and the Leafs were able to get through a little bit of a tough stretch. And historically, the Leafs in December, January under Babs, they have not done well. Even when the year they finished with six nine points, you see. But here, here. <laughs> nice. The year six, they first year made the playoffs, they had a really bad slump. The year last year, a really bad slump. And yeah, they had a pretty off December heading to the Christmas break. But here's the thing, though. it's it's It hasn't just been December that they've... If it, at, well, no, as, into, as into, a January, Leafs, into January. As a Leafs fan, I'm seeing this as not just a December into January slump. I've seen the same similar play in November. I'm seeing it right now in January, what? even though it's early. They're just not, they're not... They're not Okay, to my standards, I think the Leafs should be better. I no, think they I, th- be. I think I s- they're far too talented, and I think they have no, not far too talented. Oh, I, 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 okay, they're not. In the words, t- in the words of Herb Brooks, you can't win on talent alone. However, they are far too talented to be outskated. You're right, and I will. I they will have agree. too young, uh, too young of guys. Too young. I, no, you're right. Well, here's the problem. They're just getting outworked. They're they're getting complacent. That is the proper word to use. Yes. When you play, listen. Everyone's like, "Oh my gosh, they played a tough game against Nashville." And you know, if they, no, they if, didn't. If hold on, if that goal had come back, you know, been different, and they played outplayed Nashville, Pecorino played great. Well, guess what? You still got to play better. Saturday night against Boston, they outchanced the Bruins to heck. To I can say hell. To heck and back. I can say hell. H E double hockey stick. H E double hockey sticks and back. But guess what? They still lost. Why? Because they couldn't get it done. You can out chance team. The game against Tampa, Vasilevsky's first game back. They lose four to one because they had one bad shift in the second period, and Frederick Anderson's glove was this far into the net, and Vasilevsky stole the show. Well, guess yeah. what? You still need to get the job done. You can throw thirty-seven muffins at the net. It's not going to go in. Oh, they didn't throw thirty-seven muffins. Vasilevsky played amazing. Well, I'm just but saying it's the fact that like it's those little things. Those yes, and like yes, you can play. You can play 58 minutes of good hockey. You play two bad minutes, and you will lose hockey games. Well, yeah. Like, absolutely. You could play 10 bad seconds. Ask Wayne Gretzky. I mean, it's it's annoying. It's annoying as I'll get out because, like, you see it, and you just see this team who, like you said, is so talented. And I'm, I kind of went off on it last week. I just, you got it. This team has to be better. You can't, yes, New Jersey played the Leafs a little tougher last week, last Thursday, but you have to beat the Devils. I mean, right now the Leafs are just winning games. For my sake, please. The Leafs are just winning games that they're beating teams that they should beat, but they're not beating them convincingly. Right. Like this game against Colorado tonight, like it's an important game because Colorado's on a slump right now. They should beat them 5 nothing. They call, Wait, the Leafs or Colorado? Leafs. <laughs> Leafs should beat the Colorado Avalanche 5 to nothing. As much as I like the Avalanche, 5 to nothing. Absolutely, but here's the thing. And Colorado can, is a team that sh- that... Could be a competitive team. Yes, they're on a slump, but they are a tougher team than the Leafs have played, at least have beaten. So that's why, like, this, Even game is, this game is important for the Leafs to get back on the winning track, get some confidence. And look at the bright side. You're done playing Boston the rest of the year, okay? You got Buffalo three or four more times. I want to say it's only two, bud. Uh, no, because you only played them once, right? Uh, Take a let quick me look, let me look at the Leafs schedule, but keep but talking. I just, I want, 
I want more. It seems like, yes, you have such a great start and you had a comfortable lead in second place. But then guess what? You start losing games. Now Boston's only two points behind you. I mean, you're, you are you don't want that right now. You want to be in a comfortable spot where you can kind of figure things out going to playoff time. You, I mean, I don't want to say the trade deadline's a good time to get kind of relaxed and whatever, but you want to go into the playoffs on a high note. And there's, you know, a little over two months left, or three months left, excuse me. So I there's got to be some, ur- not a sense of urgency, but get up, Gardner! Sorry. Um, I just... There needs to be better. They just need to play better against better teams. Because if you want to be, if you want, I said it on my tweet. If you want to be, if you want to be considered the best, you have to beat the best. And when they got whooped by Nashville, which they got whooped, that just shows that the Leafs are not there yet. And that's annoying as I'll get out. Three times they play Buffalo. Three more times. Okay. Because remember, there was one year to play them six times, but that was before they Vegas came into the league. And I'm thinking if there's if they when they add Seattle, there'd be some more consistency in the schedule. I would think. Maybe. Side note, uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs only have, well, including tonight for the rest of the season, six broadcasted games through ESPN. And ESPN by, Plus, yeah. ESPN Plus. And Which NBC, includes this game tonight, and, actually. Yes, that's what I said. Uh, tonight, ESPN Plus, and the Thursday game versus Tampa is also ESPN Plus, and then the rest of the games are NBCSN. I wonder if that's int- uh, interesting enough that the fact that the Leafs are getting... But then again, th- they're actually... There's only one, maybe two big games. No, only one. Because the only games that are like big on NBCSN for the Leafs is Washington. And then after that, it's New York, St. Louis, Chicago, and that's it for the rest of the season. Well, yeah, the Leafs are going to be on more national television because, well, they're, they're a team that deserves to be on national television now. I don't think so. Not the way they're playing right now, but... Well, okay, the team itself. It's like, why is Chicago still on NBC all the time? Because it's Chicago, it's superstars, all that good stuff. Well, yeah, I mean, it's the same reason why the Leafs versus uh, Chicago games and NBCSM because <gasps> original six. Right. Um, yeah. So moving on from the Leafs, Alex, can, can we can we can we go to uh, let's go to let's go to the, uh, Edmonton first because I want to talk I want to talk about them first. The Oilers. Okay, remember a few weeks ago, folks, when we said Ken Hitchcock's turning this hockey team around. He's something doing like, a job. Something like that. And oh boy, <laughs> we were uh, got a little ahead of ourselves there, shouldn't we say, Alex? Yep. Just, just a little bit. So, just Oil- a little bit. So, the Oilers are 3-3 three and three in January right now. So, you look at all 3-3, three and three, okay, not bad. You know, they're, uh, crap. Alex, can you pull up the standings? How many points are they out of the playoff spot right now? They're uh, not d- too d- far d- d- out. Sh- Where they, are they? Um, um, the Edmonton Oilers have points? 45 games played. Um, with a grand total of points, points of 45 points. And they're two points out or three points out? Because isn't Minnesota holding the last spot? Uh, You're not looking at the standings, are you? I'm looking at the standings. Oh, let me pull up the wild card Yeah, hold up the, pull up the wild card, will you? That's what we need. Looking up divisional standings until until Seattle gets in and they do the playoff realignment. They are... Vegas... Okay, Dallas holds the last spot in the Central Division with 50 points, and they are fifth in the wild card. They are back from Colorado, who is first in the wild card, by three points. Colorado has 48 points. Edmonton has 45. So they're three points out. Okay. So, and they, they've been, so I said, they were three and three in January, but they ended the year of 2018 on a, make sure I have my stats right, six-game losing streak. Well, look at, just looking at the wild card for the West, it's Colorado, Minnesota, Anaheim, 
Vancouver, Edmonton, Arizona, St. Louis. We will get to Anaheim. Don't worry. St. Louis is behind Arizona, Edmonton, and Vancouver, and Anaheim. What's going on, guys? They are six. Arizona six, is four points out of a playoff spot, guys. Five, four, and one in the last ten. Which is not bad for a team that's hurt all the time. They have uh, Darcy Kemper as their starter. Ranta, ever since he got to Arizona, has all of a sudden had the injury bug. Um, you know, it's got to be the heat out there. It's getting to him. Oh, yeah. Um, but gosh, I it's it's a jam spot right now. And Edmonton, they're 3-7-0 and in their last 10 games. They are brutally outplayed every single game. And Connor McDavid, he is 57, he's, I think it's close, it's 56 or 57% of all Oilers' goals involve Connor McDavid. Well, yeah. At this rate, That's he's going to tire himself. Problem. He's going to tire himself. And Ray Ferrar made points. a great point for the game. He said, there's no good reason that Connor McDavid should not be considered for a heart. And I understand that. Well, yeah, heart surgery, boy's got a whole lot of stress on him. No kidding. I, I just, I, McDa- I, and I hate to say it again, and everyone's like, oh, he's got to make the playoffs to be an MVP. Listen, if that's the case, then Carey Price in the year of 2015-2016, when he missed the entire year, should have been the heart trophy winner because he was clearly the most valuable player for the Montreal Canadiens when they missed the playoffs. So that's what I'm saying. Like, yes, you can think, the players can vote who the best player in the league is. The most, it's the most valuable player. We went over it last year. I wrote about it. We talked about it. We argued about it. We yelled about it. The most valuable player award goes to the most valuable player, not the best player in the league. Conor McDavid may be the best player in the league. But right now, I don't know who I want to pick is the most valuable player. If Nikita Kucherov wins it, whatever. He plays on Tampa. I'd like to see Kucherov and McDavid switch places. Because Kucherov would be lighting up the league still, maybe a little bit less. And McDavid would probably have 200 points. I would give McDavid a different team, please. Okay, yes, you're going to trade a $12.5 million contract. I'm just saying he's not fit for... Okay, in the in the hypothetical, he's not fit for Tampa. Maybe. Put oh, on, you're telling me that he couldn't just feed passes across Steven Stamkos all day? Dude, get off it. Hey, hey, wait, well, hold on. Isn't Steven Stamkos is a right-handed shot. Yeah, he plays the left and one. And just, Connor just, McDavid's a left-handed shot. They, no, because you have the umbrella, but you have him on opposite sides. No, 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 passes. no. No, power play. Just, That's what I'm saying. One no. Stamkos on one side, McDavid on the other. And you're Victor, gonna, you're and Victor gonna, had been standing in the middle, like I get to watch this. Because <laughs> let's be honest, Victor Edmonds a plug at that point. <laughs> Victor Edmonds the <laughs> actor, he's an afterthought. When you have those two. Guys Ray Ferraro is going to be sitting there between the benches, laughing his butt off because he's going to see five defense. Because him and Chris Cuthbert be calling the playoff games, be like, no, he's going to be sitting there and he's going to have, he's going to see Stamkos on one uh, point. McDavid on the other, and all... And Stamkos f- is going to break his stick, and they're going to go down and score! No, and all oh, four... Uh, Flashbacks. All four defensemen that are left on the ice for the other team are going to be on the blue line. They don't care what happens behind them. Because the puck, it's going to be them two just passing the puck back and forth and taking clap bombs for days. Um, where was I going with this? Oh, yes. So, the Oilers, everyone's like pointing, like, okay, what do the Oilers need to change? Well, first everything. Of all, well, yes. Everything. McDavid's contract, better no. players... Lucic off the ice. It's not going to happen. You're right. Should Lucic be traded? Yes. You want to know why? Because you can trade that contract if you retain. Dude, send him back to Boston. If you retain half on Milan Lucic, that's uh, $3 million off your cap. Right? No, it's three and a half because he's signed for seven million years. Yes. Uh, I have cap friendly. What am I doing here? They're not signed. He's not signed for seven million years. He's seven. He's signed for. It's hey, if you're asking an Oilers fan, it's just about the same. Um, but honestly, it all comes down to McDavid's contract, dude. So no, but here's the thing: that's that you have to get over that. He you signed, can't. 
He signed for six million for seven years. Okay. And he in signed, this league, you can't keep good players on your roster with feeding them the scraps left over from the feast that McDavid's why, got. But here's the problem. It's I get it. McDavid has he spends a lot of his time during the summer and during his off days training, so he needs a lot of money to spend on that kind of stuff. Okay. okay However, that's not it. I'm oh I'm just I'm just talking. He's worth twelve and a half million dollars. I'm joking. Tyler. That's why I'm well, I, He's worth that much, but he can't get paid that much if he wants to be successful. It's too late now. You can't negotiate renegotiate. Well, I know. I'm just it's saying it's part of the CBA. You can't do that anymore. You can't well, just dump a contract just I'm aware. All I'm saying is that when his contract is finished, when let's see here, um, he needs to be asking for less if he wants to win. He'll be th- how old will he be at that point? He's maybe he's, 32. He signed through. Um, he'll be signed through 20. 2026. Yes. He signed through 2026, and he will, so that means he will be... 2026. He'll be not even 30. Exactly. Right? You've already made your money. But, okay, yes. You've already made your money, take a pay cut, go win a cup. But, well, yes, okay, this is, we're we're looking seven years in advance. So let's just, let's bring that back and understand this. Yes. Right now for the Oilers. Seven years, $12 million later. Right now for this, 12 and a half. You have, just think of it this way. You have thirty. You have thirty-three million dollars wrapped up between four players on the Oilers right now: McDavid, Drysital, Nuge, and Milan Lucic. Get rid of Nuge. Get rid of Lucic. Nuge. Done. Okay, if you can now, Nuge has got. Two, Nuge does not play. As, does not play enough. You're, well, he doesn't have anyone to play. With. He's a good, solid depth center. Yes, yeah, six million. Not really. Yeah, he a depth center does he's, not make six making, million dollars. He's making six. He'll be so after the lockout. He'll be an unrestricted free agent. Okay. After the lockout. It's going to oh, happen. Dude, he's... A- I am ready to do a full-scale junior hockey show. It's going to be great. Um, but- you know what we should do? We should do the English Hockey League. Why? Because it'll be fun. Chip Chitty-o, mates! Well, yeah, because we'll be caught. We'll be doing our you show. You want to know why? Headshots are basically legal. No, they're not. Basically. You just don't know about it because you never watch the games. Because um, you know what? I, um... Back to the... Because all the highlight packs are headshots and goals. As Thomas Biano says, back at the ranch, Nuge is going to be done after 2021. And if you can renegotiate that down, that'd be great. Milan Lucic, yes, that contract will be tough to move, but if you can retain half or even a mil- ha- one and a half or $2 million, that's money that you can spend to get better players. Jesse Pugliarvi is going to be something, but right now under, and I think maybe under Hitchcock could be a little bit better, but he's... He's not there Under yet. McDavid, not so much. Well, just if you play him with... Okay, if you play him with McDavid, we've seen it. Dry is worth $8.5 million because he plays with McDavid. It's, no, um, it's not not even just that. It's the fact that when you're playing with McDavid, your your thing is to get the puck to McDavid. And let him do the rest. Exactly. exactly. So um, he's not going to develop that way. But that's why I'm thinking, well, okay, once you get Spooner off the books after next season... Okay, let's put it this way. The Oilers after the lockout should be a cup contender. Maybe. They'll they'll have money to spend. Maybe. But it's just, it's annoying. It's it's a problem. It's a problem, the fact that you have that much money. Even if the cap goes up next year to like 80, we'll say $82 million, you're still going to have just a little under half spent between four players. Now. It's not good. You talked about how successful Edmonton could possibly be right now. Right now, they're not looking so hot. 
they don't have enough. That's a problem. Sorry, I'm eating chicken. My bad. I should. You should not be eating chicken. You disgrace. You're like those Chevrolets that want to look like PT Cruisers. The Hitler, not... hot, the Hitler Hot Rods? Exactly. No, oh, because Kelly's sister has one. When I say Zeke, you say something else, okay? Nope. <laughs> Needless to say, moving on. Travis Yost of TSN put out an article, uh, oh, not too long ago, just about eight hours ago. Not too long ago. You mean earlier today. Got it. Earlier today. You could say that. And the basis of his article was how the strength of the remaining schedules of each team will affect how they will do in the upcoming playoff race. I just want to make sure I'm reading this right here. Now. Oh, it's it's separated between East and West. Got it. Yes, it is. As of right now, Edmonton's playing where they win 80% of their games at home. The quality of their opponents is... Oh, it's by month. Okay. Yes. That's why I was It is by month. So as of right now, they have... So they're... Okay, okay, so let me put this this way. They should win 80% of their games at home in January. February, they should be... They're going to probably win 36 of their home game or 36% of their home games. And in March, 64% of their home games. So they're, you're going to... Because be, their opponent's quality is like 40... It, now, it's going to be higher. How they, got, how they got this formula, I'm not quite sure. But I mean, like, it's it's t- based on team's winning percentages. Yeah, I know. Right, it's based on The average winning percentage. It's based on team winning percentage. It's also based on um, uh, personnel percentages and how well... Excuse me. Of course, the trade deadline could change that easily. Right. Which but, we'll get to. But as of right now, if no players were traded and nobody were sent down or brought up, the Edmonton Oilers are expected to do great in January, absolutely do trash in February, and may, and maybe make it up in March. You're telling me they have four weeks to figure it out? You're right. Um, or, well, three and... No, they have four weeks in February. I really would like to see... Um, so I'm looking at other teams here. So, like, for example, Florida's going to have the... T- Florida right now has the toughest month of January. They have, like, the rank. Yeah. Travis put the rankings together. And then St. Louis has the next month, but whatever. St. Louis ain't going to make it. Well, and then Pitts- Washington has the toughest in March. Well, here's the thing, though. Who has the toughest in April? I want to see who has the toughest three games. That's well, what I here, want to see. Here's the thing, though. The toughest three um, schedules for January is uh, Florida, Buffalo, and Pittsburgh. And Buffalo is now they're back to hanging on for a playoff spot right now. And look at this. Florida is expected to win 73% of their home games next year or next month. Yeah, because their schedule drops dramatically. Yeah. Exactly. You are correct. Sorry. So, because, okay, personally. Right, Boston's out, excuse me, Buffalo's outside of a playoff spot now because the streaking Islanders are a thing. It's the fact that they brought back the fisherman uniform. No, it's because they brought back the, they went back to Nassau. Fish sticks. They Fish they, sticks they, in Nassau. Brought, they've not brought back the sweaters. No, they haven't. Oh, they haven't yet? No. Oh, Gosh, want, no. I want them. Um, no. I want it. The team is smart. I want it. They don't need Ronnie Hextall looking jerseys. You're right. Though. They're doing one step at a time. First, this year, Nassau. Next year, fisherman uniform. Who is the owner that... Eco-friendly fisherman uniform. Who was the owner that was supposed to take over the team when they were doing that, when Mike Milbury was the coach or whatever? Uh, they did a 30 for 30 on it. Um, I don't know. I forget. Um. Anyways. 
but so Buffalo having a tough schedule is not good because they're bad. They're they've kind of fallen off a little bit. They've lot. Yeah, Jan- January. Look at look at their home percentage of ho- their percentage of home games. Is supposed well, to be. Uh, you want to know why? Zero percent. What? <laughs> they're expected to win zero percent of their home games, and I, and I'm pretty sure I can tell I you. Pull up their schedule, can you? Alex? I'm going to. I'm pretty sure that's. I'm pretty sure it's because they don't have any home games in January. I'm I'm pretty sure. That can't be right. Let's see. How many home games do they have, and who are they playing? Because I know they probably. I think they have a long road trip. Yeah, they they're they're supposed to. It's it's like Buffalo's thing to have like really long road trips right at the beginning of the year. If list? my laptop would stop hating me for a second, here we go. Are you on Sportsnet or TSN? ESPN. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Okay, let's see. Yeah, no, they have they have zero games in uh, January at home. Okay, well that okay that's not fair. To so t- so tonight at nine p.m. they have Edmonton, then it's Calgary, Vancouver, Columbus, Dallas. So okay, and then so, February, it's, so then, it's a skewed result. It's a, that, yeah, you can't count it. Then February first, their first home game in a month, they have the Chicago Blackhawks. Buffalo is three six and one in their last ten. Actually, no, scratch that. Hold on. I think the All Star break. I, what are okay. Here's a good question, Alex. I'm Scratch gonna... that. Hold on. In in the entire month of January, they've had currently um, one, two, three home games, and they have won two of them, which so, was versus Florida and New Jersey. See, the, the strength they schedule lost really Tampa. matters, but, I mean, it's – it's and I love Travis Yosef. Like, yes, yeah, statistics, it's great. And I love, I love the fact that you can figure out how good a team is going to be. Here's the problem with that. You don't know how streaky a team can get. Right. Buffalo could easily pick it up, and you know their schedule may look tar- may look difficult, but then you could easily turn that around and become and have a good run at it. Right. You're going to Western Canada, so who do you have to play? You have to play a team that's struggling. You're going to have to play Vancouver, who is, which I think that'll be you're, yeah. You're playing Edmonton, Calgary, Vancouver, and then you go down to uh, Ohio. Calgary's going to be a tough game, but Vancouver that could be a good game for Buffalo to get back on track. However, Vancouver. There are not too many points out of it's, the spot it's, right now. It's three games in six days, though. Three games in six days, and then they have well, yeah, every other a, day. a whole 11-day stop. Dude, until Vancouver can get in the playoffs, man. Th- they're up, they're, they're set up for a spot. I don't, and, but here's the thing, though. I really hope they're not buyers. They, I don't want them to be buyers at the trade deadline. They won't be. you got to do it with house money. If they, if they know what's best for them. But 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 like you said. Sorry, go ahead. Um. The stats to have these kind of stats kind of cool. Just like see what, what Arizona's what they're said, expected to be. We said uh, Arizona's at four. They're four points out as we said. Arizona is expected to win forty percent of their home games in January, fifty percent in February, oh, and fifty three. They have so they're they win, have a very the, tough schedule. The average winning percentage this month that the teams are facing is fifty two point six percent, fifty one point one percent in February, and then it drops down to forty eight point one in March. So that's tough. It is a tough schedule for and Arizona. I, the, do they play Leafs? Do they go on the, the desert trip yet? No, that's is that next month. That's next month because later this month is the Western Canada trip. Here I can pull it up. Did, real did you quick. just you just had it? Didn't you? I just had it, but I pulled up the uh, Buffalo. Oh, um, but I I really because I because those are gonna be tough trips because it's not like I mean Arizona is not I and it's weird because like now I. Maybe the last year have been different, but like it, this their their quote unquote desert trip, which is Colorado, Colorado, Vegas, Arizona. That's yeah. um, February twelfth to the sixteenth. Okay, so it's that week. Yep, three and games. Was, the Western Canada three games trip. in four days. 
Isn't the Western Canada trip this month then? No, it's next week. No, it's not next. Is no, it? no, because they have Tampa. Know, they have they Tampa, Tampa Florida, Florida, Arizona, no, Washington. Next week. next week. Yeah, dude, they they don't play a Western um, Canadian team until the twenty seventh when they go to Edmonton. Okay, so it's that week. It's the last week of January. No, no, it's it's uh the, it's the first week of March. March fourth, Calgary. March sixth, Vancouver. March ninth, Edmonton. Okay, so that's, and then and the, but they start off. But that's the last. So that's those are the three big trips out west, though. Yes, and right before that, they have Buffalo at home on the second. Those road trips of are March, extremely tough because a you have to deal with the time change, b you have to deal with now really competitive teams because Arizona is not right. a cakewalk. Colorado is a, a decent, a really good right. team, and Vegas is hotter than anything. Right, hotter than the actual weather there in Las Vegas. But wrapping, but wrapping it up, it's cool to have these kind of things. But in the words of the famous Scotty Bowman, uh, stats are for losers. <laughs> stats are for losers. How about the eye test? Hey, the man won nine Stanley Cups. He did. Then again, he had Kenny Dryden, Larry Robinson, Serge Savard, uh, Steve Shutt, Guy Lafleur, Steve Eiserman, Yvonne Cornier, Brendan Shanahan. Technically, technically at Henri Richard. Technically, Henri Richard with the no Yvonne Cornier had the worst back. Henri Richard was old as dirt. Um, Jean Beliveau had retired. Um, he had a lot of talent. He had pretty good players. Mario Tremblay. Um. Any rancor? He almost filled up both hands, dude. He had nine Stanley Cups, exactly. He could have won ten. That one thumb. One. Let's see. No, he. Ah, uh, wait. I'm. I'm terribly sorry. Seven. The one thumb does not have a ring on it because it's it's it, it's just, thumbs, thumbs up. up. Thumbs up. Right. I'm there. trying to think. So because he, he won four. That's a lot of. No, he won five. Right, because no, because as a coach, he won nine. As a member of an organization, he won ten because that first. Pittsburgh Stanley Cup was won by Bob Johnson. He was just a so, he so was, he's got ten. So and then let's be honest, if Bob Johnson had well, there not, you go. There Bo- you go. if Bob Johnson had not passed on, he would have won ten as a coach. No offense, ten years. Rest in peace, Bob Johnson. By the way, if Bob Johnson had survived, he only won eight. So Toe Blake would still be the all-time leader, coaching leader. In well, no. Well, yes, but because Scott, Scotty Scotty Bowman would Scotty Bowman would still have ten though. How many does so if, as a coach? How many does Tom uh, as, as Toe Blake as a player and a coach? I don't know. He's got to have at least like. I think he's at fourteen. All right, I'm looking this up. Sorry, because I'm trying to think. All I'm, right, okay, you look par- that up. I'm gonna move on. He was part of the punchline. So um, Elmer Locke, Maurice Richard, and Toe Blake. Now we talked about the Western Conference a little bit when we were talking about Arizona and, Did we? and the different ships. Sure? About Pretty sure. Bit. Now, if we kind of go down to the pond, or it used to be called the pond, Anaheim's having a bit of trouble. And you wanted to talk about this topic. Should Randy Carlisle be on the hot seat? Uh, yes. Why? Absolutely. Why? In every single way. Why? Because, well, listen. So I, I watched the game between Winnipeg and Anaheim last night. Is it because they're 6 and 4 in the last 10? Absolutely, they can't win a game. They've lost eleven in a row, Alex. You're not wrong. Like they're lost eleven in a row, and they're still better than Edmonton, by the way, and Vancouver. Okay, and Vancou- St. Louis. Vancouver went on a losing streak of their own. Okay, so it depends on getting hot and cold. But and and it's the worst part is yes, he did good when he first got there. Same thing with the Leafs. He did good when he first got there, and then it tailed off. What in the world? 
It's part of my water bottle. Oh, Just got, keep he, going. Alex's got a rubber ring hanging Just out. Just keep going. Back to the story at hand. Um, he's a yes. He's he's won he's won a Stanley Cup with Anaheim, and yes, he's gotten teams to the playoffs. But his style of coaching is just just ruining the team. The team isn't young enough and scrappy enough to do it. I mean, you have Corey Perry, who's on who's on borrowed time. Ryan Getzlaff, who I think only has one leg left, and there's not enough young talent on that team to suffice. And John Gibson. Let's put it this way: if John, if I'm not if John Gibson and and Freddie Anderson flip roles, John Gibson would be a much better goaltender than Freddie Anderson, because I think right now Freddie Frederick Anderson statistically is better than John Gibson. But watching that game against Winnipeg last night gave me flashbacks of James Reimer. Johnny Gibson stole that game, and if it hadn't been for his play, that game doesn't go to overtime, but then, yes, Winnipeg does win in overtime. John Gibson. What's Gibby thinking about? I just want to go home. Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, by the way. No, yeah, say it again, say it again. What's Gibby thinking about? Freddie's got it so good right now, even though he's got bad defense. At least he has a team in front of him. What's Gibby thinking about? Can Randy play some actual, def- get some defenders here? I'm getting tired of this. What's Gibby thinking about? Can my hips just blow out so I can get over this already? What's Gibby thinking about? Help. <laughs> <laughs> just no. Help me. <laughs> but it's, it's. It's really not because Gibson would be a Vesna goaltender if he wasn't playing with Anaheim. If you look on the fact, and like, you're talking about most valuable player, if Anaheim makes the playoffs, John Gibson deserves some form no. of reward. Yes, Leaf scored. Who got it? Don't tell me he's like, Ojiganov. That's, th- hey, Ojiganov, three goals. You know who's got less goals than Igor Ojiganov? Six million dollar Milan Lucic. <laughs> you're not wrong. Mark Spector, write an article. Um, but gosh. Like John, get, like he's a matchful goaltender. I what are you looking at? Just no, keep talking. But I, I love John. I okay, excuse me. I don't like John Gibson. But John Gibson didn't go to college. No, he went. He played for Kitchener. Yeah, he went to Baldwin High School, and then he went and played Kitchener. Huh. Yeah, he played. Yeah, he was, and he won. He won the uh, World Junior Gold in the lockout year with the United States. Oh, yeah. That was the year they beat Nuge, and Johnny Goudreau was the greatest player. In the, he became Johnny Hockey. Yeah. Um, but man, dude, I. I feel bad for Gibson because if he's got a team in front of him, Anaheim, first of all, would be like second or first or second in the Pacific, the way the Pacific is. No offense, Calgary. Specific? Hey, David Riddick, man. Calgary? Ooh, he's, he's, he's tearing it up. Him and Mike Smith, man. Maybe there's finally a goaltender that can give Mike Smith a break. Mike Smith hasn't had a break since when he was in Tampa when he was backing up Dwayne Rolleston. Um, but God, Do you I, think he's got an iron lung? Who? Mike Smith? Yeah. No, he doesn't. You saw him because he can't year. have a breather. <laughs> no kidding. Well, he, he doesn't have an iron lung because he lost, he fell off that cliff hard or anything. Um, but let's. I, I just I think and the Ducks was a trade they made uh, this morning. Yep, they received Devin Shore in return for the Stars getting none other than cognizant reasoning, cognitive reasoning, should I say? Andrew Cogliano. Andrew Cogliano. Yeah, so that's the trade I was going to. And it looks like, and people are saying, now this is the, the point where the Ducks are off, they're going to offload and they're going to, I not say tank, but they're going into a tough period now. The Ducks remain, for the first time, and I'm, now quote me if I'm wrong here, Alex, since the lockout, since the 0405 lock, yes! Paralyn home. There we go. 
All right. Do nothing. Sorry. Well, looks like someone having a stroke in a net. Keep and, going. But since the lockout, the 0405 lockout, because remember, the, the Ducks made yes, remember, yes, the Ducks, yes, 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 yes. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. They made it to game seven. 04 played horribly, missed the playoffs. And since that lockout, I'm pretty sure they've made the playoffs every year. Mm-hmm. Hold on. I'm just going to quick make sure here. Hold on. I think so. Um, I got to look this up. I'm sorry. I got to make sure I'm right. While, while you're looking that up, fun fact of the day. What single team has zero projected cap space in the NHL? Next year or right now? Right now. L.A. False. Who? Los Angeles Kings have $89,695 in projected cap space. Guess who it is, Tyler? It's an Not original six team. Detroit. The Detroit Red Wings have $0 left over, and the second most team with the least amount of cap space is the Washington Capitals with $13,958. Edmonton Oilers. Hey, Edmonton Oilers could pick up another guy, in theory. They have... Actually, no, just kidding. They can't. Because that's only 51371 It's not oh. 500000 Okay, sorry. So for the first time since 2012, the Ducks would miss the playoffs. And before that? Uh, it was 2010. So I was off. Sorry. So two years since the lockout, they missed the playoffs. Which in today's game, today's That's age, pretty good. That's pre- No, you don't you tell. Oh, my. No. They're calling up. No. A stinking start. I want to know how long. They're reviewing for offsides on the goal right now. And they're going to wave it off. Yep, it's going to be waved off. How long... Uh, now I want to know how long it was between... Because remember, Ray Ferraro made a good point. Ray Ferraro listens to the show. No, it didn't. You want to know why? Why? Because on last week's show, I said the rule should be for offsides, because remember the 26 seconds after in the Nashville game, that's how long it took for the Leafs to score after they entered the zone. What should happen, the rule should be... Uh, we'll get back to Anaheim. Don't worry, guys. Um, the fact that... My gosh, my phone's blowing. Oh, gosh. Everyone's tweeting about the goal being called back. Anyways, sorry. The rule should be... That if you get possession of the puck, if the pose, if the defensive team gets possession of the puck, it negates any review. Like offside. And reviews? we score anyways, Gasparri Kapanen. Oh, someone give Perlin home a hug. Think about it. Two goals scored by Hockey. the Toronto Maple Leafs. None of them getting paid over a million dollars. I'm pretty sure. Actually, no, scratch that. Well, Kapanen, Kapanen will be. Perlin home, look at his face. Dang it, I could have scored. That's a ho- hey, that's hockey guy just right there, buddy. Parlin Holm did something wrong. I feel bad for Par. He's such a- He did I something like- wrong. That's that's the only reason why. He did something wrong. What did he do wrong? I don't know. I don't, I don't think it was Par that went off sides. Karma's a B word. Karma's a B word, and hockey gods say, we're gonna make up for it, guys. Don't you worry. Janssen to Kapanen. I like that. Okay. Janssen to Kapanen. Sorry, back to the ducks. Yappinen. Um I'll be yappinen for Kapanen. Janssen. Nah, that doesn't work out too well. Capson? No, we're still on Cap. You're trying to get one for Janssen, though. Oh, yeah. Capson. Hold on to my Janssen. No. no I'm trying. Um, but the quacks. I, you know what? Okay, are the Ducks going to be like how they were, how the Rangers were? We're going to offload, but if Gibson plays well No, they're well not. Enough, no, they're not. No? Well, because like the Rangers. Here, here's the thing. Man- the management in. Okay, the Rangers are far enough out of the playoffs now. Sorry. The Anah- just- An- Anaheim Ducks right now. They have four. Pl- they have four players on LTR IR. Management is not thinking dumping or like tanking or whatever. They're Wait. too high up. They are too high on the uh, wild card 
Oh, race. did he stop that? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Frederick made Frederick Anderson made a legitimate save. Apologies. Keep going. They're too high on the wild card race to just dump themselves. Not to mention they're falling off a cliff, man. Here's the thing. This though. is the 18-wheeler the Leafs had. Ironically, Randy Carlisle coached it. <laughs> Peter you, Horchuk. You also got to think. Anaheim does not. They're in a non-traditional market. They need to win. They need to constantly can be competitive. The reason why the New York Rangers are allowed to openly say, hey, we're going to tank for a little bit. Go watch a Yankees game. Because they're an original six team in a traditional hockey market with other teams that are successful. Who other than the Yankees can you watch in New York? I get, well, the, cause the, the Mets. No. The Yankees. No. Okay, I'm well, talking. I'm saying good teams, Alex. I'm serious. The Mets are. The, the Jets. Mets. The Giants. Nope. Neither team made the playoffs. Okay, but they're good, though. No, they're not that good. I know you don't watch football, Alex. I'm sorry. They're not that good. (laughs) So you're telling me Odell Beckham Jr. isn't the best anymore? (laughs) I thought he was supposed to be the new Michael Jordans of the baseball. You mean the football? Yeah. (laughs) Clearly. Touchdown. Foul ball. And the Mets will not be good until... Go fair, go fair, go fair. Go foul, go foul, go foul. Fair, foul, fair. You're wrong again, Ernie. (laughs) Rookie of the year? Nobody? Okay, got it. Moving on. Um, from the stinky well, cheese. From the hot, stinky Brackman. Brackman. Um, okay, let's be. Okay, so the Mets are never going to be good until Tim Tebow finally gets called up to the majors. <laughs> by the way, he just got engaged, by the way. Found I don't up. care. Hey, you know what that means? Because that means his abstinence is going to be broken because he's. he's I guess he's a full skin. I don't know. It's dumb. I heard it the other day. Joke's um, on you. He's a man of God. His wife's going to get pregnant by Jesus himself. His wife apparently Miss Universe 2017, so well, yeah. good for him. Um, Question is, but the Jets, is her first name Mary? No, stop it. <laughs> I don't think so. Um, but, uh, where was I going with this? I don't like saying um, but I tried to figure out where I'm going with this. Oh, just, yeah, so the Mets are bad. The Yankees are good because they have all the money in the world. The Islanders I won't consider a count in New York City just because they play in Long Island and Brooklyn and they play all around. They play wherever the heck. Yeah, that that is They'll not. They'll play in Albany next week, probably. That is not Mary at all. No, it's Demi Lay Nell Pet. There's two hyphens in her name. <laughs> Does she have two first names? Is she she, she she's South African, Miss Universe winner, crowned Miss Miss Universe 2017. Yeah, that's what I said. So, anyways. Why would you have two hyphens? Because it's it's the culture. How I, g- I Cana- guess how, so. How Canadians have two middle names. How? Well, I guess so. How? Um, oh, what's the? Uh, like how French don't have any middle names. The they le- just have, they just have a hyphenated first name. The like the legal uh, names. Well, not the necessarily the legal names, but like the actual names of uh, our Latino listeners are seventeen names long, depending on. Well, Jerome McGinn is a native, and those names are. Well, yeah, it's part of the culture. Um, Back to where where were we? Where were we? Oh, we were talking about Carlisle and the Quacks and how they should be better. And Randy Carlisle's in the hot seat. We're talking about New York, that's right. Oh yeah, and then Bob Murray says no, he's he shouldn't be in the hot seat because Bob Murray came out and said, "Yeah, the coach is fine." And I'm like, you know what? Even Bryant, even uh, well, of course Dave Nonis, but let's be honest, what has Dave Nonis done ever? But no, no, nothing. What did Nonis not do? He did. He didn't do a lot of good. I mean, he's got no in his name. Yeah, exactly. Hey, notice we need better defense. No, we need a goaltender. Jane Driver was just fine. 
I'm just, I'm sorry, guys. I'm still kind of, yes, I'm still butthurt about that. Um, long story short, I just, the, the, I don't think the Ducks are going to be good under Carlisle. They're not going to be a cup contender team. You can add talent. And they don't have enough money to add talent right now. No, they, they have don't. Too, they have too many older players that are making enough money. That's why, I, I'm not saying that's why they got rid of Cogliano. They're just offloading a veteran player that they can get rid of at a reasonable contract. They they're not ha- going to be able to trade Ryan Getzloff full price. They they're have- not going to be able to offload the whole contract. Corey Perry's on IR still, correct? Uh, let me check real quick. You were but, to say at it. But the Anaheim Ducks currently have a projected cap space. What's their cap space this year? $621,067. Okay. And so go to... Go to I'm, go I'm, to going, I'm going down. I'm going. I'm going. Gosh. Excuse me. That a burp. Sorry. Let's see. Corey Perry still on LTIR. LTIR. So yes, he is done. That's how I was correct. I made sure I had that. Well, right. yeah, because he had uh, the he's, done, he's yeah, done. MCL. He's surgery. done. Yep. And then uh, Patrick Eves is still in the league at three point one five million dollars. He had that one good year, dude. That's dude, won a cup contract contract years. Or yeah, no, he didn't win a cup. Oh, that's right. He, he wasn't on the team. He signed the year he after. Was after. Correct. Oh, poor guy. Oh, oh that Colorado scored. That's what happens when you have Tyson good players on your team. Barry. Um, or but no, Ryan Miller and Patrick Eve still on injured reserve. Oh gosh, I totally forgot Ryan Miller got hurt too. Yeah, Kevin Con- Waugh is still on uh, season opening injured reserve. That's Kevin Roy. Um, he's not. He's not a French one. Uh, but man, I, I, oh yeah, good tip. Puck was going ten feet wide. So, anyways, Simon Dupree still on their bye. Is still technically on their books. Who is a, who is their top defenseman? Who is their top paid defenseman? Top paid defenseman Fowler, of yeah, the yeah. Anaheim Ducks. Six point five million dollars for the twenty-seven year old Cam Fowler. Modified no trade clause. Worth every dollar. But yep. you're not going to offload that contract right now. Well, well, no. If anything, six and okay. Hey. If, you, if Anaheim retained for at least a year, but how many years does he have left on his contract? Uh, off the page. Uh oh! Wow, it's a long one. <laughs> okay, um, through twenty four twenty five. What's Getzloff and Perry's contracts? Uh, do, 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 of course, wait. Corey get, Perry. Corey Perry's wouldn't count because he's down LTIR, so it doesn't matter. Yes, but in theory, Ryan Getzloff is UFA twenty one twenty two. So the so he played, and then so that's the, so he's so the lockout year could be he could have a Ron Francis and Brian Leach kind of career where that's his last year. So is Corey Perry. Corey Pair is a UFA twenty one twenty two as well. Well, here's the thing: you lose those two contracts, and you may at this point, like, look at it this way. And I know everyone's, and I know Gary Bettman oh, came goodness. out. Of course, Gary Bettman came out and said that they don't want to, they do not want to opt out of the CBA because the CBA is actually scheduled until the end of twenty twenty two season. God, and Gary, and Gary Bettman does not want that. He does not want to negotiate a CBA. He wants it to go through, which is good. I'm glad. Yes, he wants to get stuff done. He wants. He wants the league to keep going. Exactly. Especially since the fact, think of it this way, because 2022 is the next Winter Olympics. Yes. You clearly don't want to have a lockout right before the Olympics, because that'll only have problems. Yeah. Because currently, I think it's only the NHL can opt out of the CBA, not the Players Association. The NHL can opt out. Correct. So. That is how the legal stuff has ran. Yes, because Donnie Fair is a flipping genius. Um, Something like that. I, I love my sarcasm. Ryan Kessler is making six point eight seven five, and Adam Henrique's nice, making Frederick. Adam Henrique's making four million this year, and he's making like five point eight two five for the next 
one, two, three, four, he five. Already, he signed that big of a contract. That's right. Five years Gosh. after this season, and then he's a UFA. In well, that was okay when he came over to the team from New Jersey. That team, the Ducks, were still a team that was in a playoff spot. Like, and oh yeah, we'll just send him an extension. We'll give him five more years. Five point eight two five. Sure, man, bud. That's ridiculous, man. Sure. That, that's a that's a lot for a third line center. Sure. Or what's he on this team? A second line center, but usually anywhere else, a third line center. That's a lot of coin. But here's the thing, though. Regardless. Your top two paid forwards, Ryan and Ryan, Ryan Geslav, Ryan Kessler, no move clauses. You're stuck straight, with... Straight no move clauses? Straight no move clauses. Well, so they'd have to agree to rel- Correct. relieve their no, no move Ryan Getzlav is... Getzlav's not going to... Getzlav's not going to do it. No, he's not. Because he's going to stay right in Anaheim where, he's, where he belongs. And Kessler... Be honest, or 21-22 for Getzlav. Ryan Kessler signed until... 22-23 when he will be a UFA. And let's be honest, his body cannot take it anymore. No, he can't. He, he should just hang him up, too. He's uh, 34 years old, a year older. How does it make you so feel? The Ryan, du- so the Ryan Ducks- Kessler is older than Ryan Getzloff. I remember when he was playing in a... I remember when he was a Vancouver Canuck. Well, of course, that's not. that wasn't that long ago. Well, yeah, but that was it when they were like, in the playoffs. A, when they were ago. a cup contender. When huh? the Sedins and Roberto Luongo seeing his contract suck. Oh, good time. Good times in Vancouver rioted, even though it was actually going to happen anyways. And you know what was funny? The uh, the way since we watched Letterkenny, it was a bunch of D-Gens from up country. Bunch of D-Gens from up country. That's what my friend told me. He's like, yeah, a bunch of people coming up from above Whistler are going to come down and wreck havoc, win or lose that game. So I'm like, ah, so it's some D-Gens from up country. We're going to ruin Vancouver, win or lose. Here's the thing, though. Going back to Gibby, at least he's making his money. Oh, my gosh. I remember. remember Six I, point. Four million dollars well, after rep- this year. Remember this year is two point three. After that, six point four. Well, remember, I ripped that contract. I ripped that contract to shreds when it was because I'm like, how can you pay that much for a piece of glass? Because let's be honest, if like I said, if Gibson was hundred percent healthy all the time the last couple of years, the Ducks could have been a real contender. But I mean, now he I mean, is now he is healthy, but the rest of the team around him is not. I mean, his backup Chad Johnson's going to be a UFA next year, and he's making one point seven five. Uh. All right, because Chad Johnson went over from St. Louis. That's right, because yep. they needed a goaltender. Right. And didn't Jared Carroll get sent to St. Louis for future considerations? Uh, Jared Carroll is... No, I thought I saw him somewhere. Oh, wait, hold on. Or no. Maybe I think maybe I'm thinking of McCollum. McCollum is... Isn't he in Chicago? Char- Charlotte? No, I don't know. Um, here nor there. Holy cow, the Leafs have nine shots in this game. Two of which are goals. Oh my gosh. You're effective. That's what it is, boys. You just gotta be you just gotta be efficient. Yeah, if you're gonna shoot, you better score. If you're not gonna Oh good gosh. Anyways. It's not as many times it doesn't matter how many times you shoot the puck. It matters how many times you score. Well, since we are six weeks away from trade deadline. Oh, it's only six weeks. Oh boy. <laughs> Sorry. That was disgusting. Hey, you gave that me... That was well brought up. Too bad you weren't. Obviously, because no man. You gave me the original taste of Coca-Cola. 100 calories. 100? 100 calories. Oh, I forgot. They had to put that right on the bottle. That's right. Hundo Hello. But anyways, um, six weeks from trade deadline. Obviously, talks are heating up with everyone, and everyone's wanting to know. And of course, the, the junior trade deadline just happened, so that's pretty... Uh, I had a lot of good writing about that, about the whole Nick Suzuki trade and all that. But, uh, they just scored again. I'm so, Miko Ranton. Good gosh. It's that line. It's that line. 
It's one of the Landis best. Landis Gog, McKinnon, and Rantanen. Who is on defense out there? All I'm and saying, why were they out there? Right now, best line in the NHL. Scratch that. Best line in hockey. That line? That well, line when they're right ho- there. When they're on. Oh, my no. gosh. Of course, Hainsey was out there. I'm sorry. What? Did you see what he did with Hainsey? Like, huh. Oh, and Kadri got his pocket picked. The, the puck was getting shot at the net. Hainsey lifted his hands like he was still going to protect his face. Ridiculous. That, but just, hey, hey, Ranton is Calder. Talking about there's no other reason why Ranton is Calder trophy. Whatever. He should. There's no question about it. Sorry, back to trades. Yes, to, uh, but but talking about like Ontario teams. Rumors has it. Ontario. You mean Ottawa or Toronto? Ottawa. You're right. Hot Sam Batchio for a first. I'll do it. Cody CC. Oh gosh, get off it. It, it's a possibility. Oh, yeah, for Ottawa to dump the contract, absolutely. Yeah, they're, well, they're willing isn't to... Isn't CC a one-year deal, though? Because he signed a one-year... Uh, let me pull up Cat friendly real quick. He should only be a one-year contract. I can Cody CeCe's not, no offense to him as a person, but he's not a rental. Cody CC is an RFA um, oh, next gosh, year. Oh, an RFA? Yeah, he's an RFA oh, next... Oh, dude. RFA yeah, next... Nobody's going after that contract. RFA next year with a 4.3 this year. He's, he's staying in Ottawa. Well, excuse me, because nobody's going to offer sheet him. Why would you? Let's be honest. He's not a he's not an A grade defenseman, a game changing defenseman by any stretch of the imagination. Um, I really, everyone's looking at Wayne Simmons right now because A he's on the last Edmonton. Year. Edmonton's looking for forwards apparently. Well, yes, you want another big defenseman that may or may not score, may not be fast enough to hold up on the rush with Connor McDavid, Nuge. Because we'll think about it. Okay, I hate making this comparison because I th- I think high- too highly of Wayne Simmons. Alexander Ovechkin had Tom Wilson. Maybe Connor McDavid could have Wayne Simmons. But Wayne Simmons ain't that. Okay, Wayne is a tough player and he can He's hit, a but, grinder. But he's not that kind of player. I know what you're thinking, yes. But, but he's a grinder. Right. He, he's, he's the kind of player of, hey, you better stay away from Connor McDavid or else I will mess I do you like, up. I do like Wayne Simmons more than I do Milan Lucic. I do agree with that. Well, you want to know why? Because Wayne Simmons can kind of skate. Uh, isn't Wayne Simmons at three and a half? I think so. You look that one up. I'll look. Yeah, you've been looking them all up. I'll take this one here. Uh, Philadelphia Flyers contracts. Wayne Simmons is making a whopping three point nine seven five, which is not too bad actually. It's but and he's a UFA next year, so yes, he'd be a playoff rental. And I know a lot of Leafs nations like let's bring the new market boy home, and I just tell them no because. I'm sorry. Just we, what are you doing? No. Oh, what? Hmm. What? People want to get Michael Furland out of Carolina. He's yes. a good player, dude. Tommy Dundon. I mean, uh, God bless Don Waddell, but he's not the general manager of that hockey team. He's not. Tommy Dundon's telling him what to do, and Tommy Dundon. Tommy Dundon wants what he wants. For some reason, Tommy Dundon thinks he's a hockey guy. He's far from it. He's not. You got ex- to gotta accept that, Alex. And I like people moving about moving Dougie Hamilton. And can we just quickly ask, is something wrong with Dougie Hamilton? Yes. You don't just go from There's Montreal, a lot of things. You don't just go from Boston to Montreal to Calgary to Carolina Dude, in a matter of years. It's an attitude there's, problem. There's got to be a cancer in there somewhere. No, it's an attitude problem. Cut plain and simple. Dougie Hamilton is a hockey player. If you were playing one-on-one, great guy. Great. He's a, well, he's when a it comes really to, player, when it yes, comes to the locker room, he's yes. got a freaking attitude. 
yeah, and that's the problem. And remember, I remember. And when, as a Carolina Hurricanes, you know, supporter, advocate. My name is Alex Keel, and I am the advocate for the reigning, defending, undisputed wait, wait, wait. cup contender. Carolina Hurricanes. When were no? Okay, now you're just speaking all town foolery here. But I mean, Dougie Hamilton could be a guy that could pick up. Uh, what's get Dougie, rid of him? Didn't he get uh, make a hot right. buck on him? We're gonna we're gonna go back and forth here. So you'll so you, you take Carolina. You go to Dougie. What's Dougie's making? What's the bad Dougie making? Because the real Dougie's working there in Kingston. Unfortunately, the fronts are not having a good year at all. What do you got? I'm looking it up. Give me a hot second. 5.75 for the next three years, and then the U- UFA after that. That could be a tough one to move. That's going to be probably some retainment uh, from Carolina's standpoint, if they were to move him. And Michael Furland, let's be honest, Alex. Unless, I mean, if you want... What do you have for Michael Furland? What? What do you have for Michael Furland? What's he making? Yeah, that's that you were supposed to look that up. No, he's on your... Isn't... No, you're looking at Carolina. No, I'm looking at Dougie Hamilton. Alex, are you on Cat Friendly? Yes. Okay, yeah, just, just click. I on. just searched up Dougie Hamilton. Oh, you should just be on Carolina's team. Uh, Michael Furlan is making a total of 1.75 for this year. So that means uh, his money is going up. Uh, okay, is UFA next year? And like oh. I said, these guys are rentals. And you, you if, you're, if, if you're in a position to make a playoffs, depending on where you're at, if you're, a, if you're like Calgary right now, you may be going for a rental. You're not going for Dougie Hamilton because you already ran that ship into the ground. Michael Furlan will add you some more depth scoring. There could be a guy to look for. If you're a team like, I don't want to say Na- Nashville, not really. I don't think Nashville needs too many more pieces. I don't think so. I really like the way, and maybe if you're Buffalo, is bu- I don't know, maybe Buffalo's not in the spot of buying yet. But I do think if there is a team that should buy, same how they did last year with Rick Nash. Yes, Rick Nash was not a factor for Boston in the playoffs, but maybe Boston could use Michael Furland. Because let's be honest, yes, they have Jake DeBrusque, and yes, they have other guys in there, but other than that top line of Pasternak, Bergeron, and Marchand, that Boston team does not have anything. They don't really have them. I mean, are you going to run... Um, oh, gosh. What, uh, I'm going to look at the roster again. Like, uh, I'm going to go through their... I'm going to go through Boston's forwards. We don't play Boston in a while, do we? No, all right, we're done playing. That's good. Um, it's it's well, Bergeron's out. Do you want Chris Wagner to be your second or third line guy? Like, yes, like Sean Curley. Yes, David Back is still on that hockey team for some reason. Well, one thing I will David say, David Krejci's getting older. I understand that, and I've and if you're Boston, you've accepted that fact, and he can still play ish. Jake DeBrusque is on his ELC for uh, through 2021, 2020. Excuse me, so through next season. Ryan Donato has really been hasn't really been a factor for that team this year. You need more depth scoring, and the way Furland's been hot, you got to go for that because you can easily turn one point seven five into maybe three three and a half, given the fact that you know, hey, stay with us and we can make you better. I don't know. That's, that's all I'm trying to think of looking from a team that needs more scoring and teams that need more defense that are in a playoff spot right now. Um, thinking of Dougie Hamilton at least. I'm going to quick look at the standings here. I'm sorry. I, try, I was trying to go off the one on top of my head. Well, Col- Columbus? Well, 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 who are we talking about? Sorry, I'm, are you still on Furland? 
No, I, I was talking. I'm, I have a couple things I'm looking up here, and I, I want. I, I want to stick with Dougie Hamilton for a second. Okay. Just because I'm thinking of a team that could use him. Philly. No, no, a playoff team, Alex. A team that would buy at this point. Philadelphia. Philadelphia is in. It the- is being reported by Bob McKenzie that Philadelphia has a shopping list, and Dougie Hamilton may or may not be on that list. Listen, I know they're supposed to be better. But it's not their fault that James Van Riem's like, tore, you know, tore his knee up. This is what I'm thinking, okay? Oh boy, Dougie here Hamilton. we go, Philly fans. Here is your, you know, nine month plan with Alex Kill. Dougie Hamilton is going to be locked in the basement for 36 hours. Jake Gardner, you disgrace! Oh my gosh, I have never seen such weaker defense in my life. I'm sorry. Watch this play, Alex. Oh, Watch this softness. For Pete's sake, these listeners I are like trying Carl, to... I like Carl Soderberg. He's a great player. Harvard. Think about Watch all this. the Philly fans. Think about all the Watch Philly this, fans okay? that are just like, I yes, want to like... Turn over at the line by Marner. I get it. Watch Gardner. Okay? Look how soft this... Just lets it... That's a just horrible defense. Yes, Marner gets his pocket picked. I understand. Puck goes down in, but Gardner... Play tougher than... Oh, my gosh. I, I keep saying it. I'm sorry. Gardner's not going to be Leaf next year. I can... You know, I'm, I'm just sick of it. Freddie's got to make that stop. It's a guy diving on the play to shoot the puck, Alex. Dude, I don't care. Freddie's got to make that stop. I don't care if it's his first game back. My goodness. He's got to make that stop. Needless this, to this say. This team's going to be the death of me. Huck uh-huh. Beer's back like no tomorrow after this. But as I, I was as I was saying. Philadelphia. They're going to take Dougie Hamilton, lock him in a basement for 36 hours. Tied to a chair. What? <laughs> yep, yep. Just, wait, wait, just keep I, rolling. I, with that. I heard keep, locked in what, You're going clockwork orange on him? Keep, exactly. Orange. Watch our team play! <laughs> no, this is what's going to happen. He's going to sit there. The blindfold's going to be taken off. He's like, where, where am I? Out of the shadow, into the spotlight. Gritty with a t-shirt gun. <laughs> gritty, gritty. He is going to pelt him into the mentality of being a Philadelphia Flyer. Yes, because that's worked out so well for the Flyers in the last four years. Hey, 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 star player, gritty, talking to another star player. Listen, buddy, me and you, we got to run this town. Gritty and Dougie. Dougie and Gritty. Uh, Gridduggie. Doug Gritty. I'm trying to think of where Wayne Simmons could be a good fit for. Philly. Because Philly's not going to, no, because Philly's not going to lose Wayne Simmons for nothing. Because if Wayne Simmons resigns there, there better be something going on. You're right. There's it's going to be a trade. Okay. It's going to be a trade. It's going to be between Carolina and Philly. I'm not going to play Wayne Simmons is going to be a Carolina Alex, Hurricane. How much room does Dallas have? Uh, cap-wise? Yes. Let me check because I just looked up this for no apparent reason, I guess. Whatever. Whatever. How much does Dallas and Winnipeg have? Those are the two teams I want to oh, question. Hold on. Jesus. <sighs> the audacity of this guy. It's funny because that's uh, where uh, we're recording. We're recording on that audacity. <laughs> Who am I looking up? For? Uh, look up Winnipeg, Nashville, and Dallas, please. Okay, Dallas has $101,994 left okay, in calf space. Probably not going to happen. Uh, you said Winnipeg and who? Winnipeg and Dallas. Winnipeg, I know, doesn't have a whole lot. Winni- just those two teams? Yes. Because I don't think oh, Calgary... Oh, Winnipeg's way down here. I don't think Calgary could afford them. San Jose Where are they? Too much. 
You passed him, probably. Holy cow, why are you, you look so lost. Do I have to, I have to do all this myself? Dude, I don't see them on here. Am I blind? Yes. Winnipeg is below, actually has more money than Toronto has. Winnipeg. Oh, there they are. They're hiding between they Toronto 5. and Ottawa. 6, so 5.644. Winnipeg could go for that, dude. Winnipeg could go for a, a Wayne Simmons. And you're talking about a guy that could really be a helper on this team. Imagine having Dustin Bufflin on the back end and then Wayne Simmons on the front. Like, do you talk about tough and grinding it with skill and speed? Dude, Winnipeg, there's no question Winnipeg should be a cup contender. Like, oh my goodness. Yes, they played Anaheim tight last time, but like I said, John Gibson sold the show. But Matt, Wayne Simmons up front with Blake Wheeler, Mark Scheifele, and Patrick Lyon passing the puck around to each other, and just Wayne Simmons sitting there. I'm like, all right, got to step to the right, left. Oh, Patrick Lyon, shoot, nap, score. Hey, look, I did it right. See? Wayne Simmons could be a, Wayne Simmons could go to a cup contender. And it would actually be a legitimate deal. Now the question is how much you have to give up. But Philly's Philly's right now looking at prospects and prospects and draft picks. I'm just saying this for all the Winnipeg fans that are listening right now. Yeah, if you're right. we, it probably if, won't happen. If we my ha- predictions are never right, I have if 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 Winnipeg fans are listening, that that's just a, that's a for those of you who have a dirty mind, Dustin Bufflin from behind, Wayne Simmons from the front. Of course you took it there. Of course you took it there. That would be, a, I think that, that was a hub.com intro. Anyways. Um, but I, I think, I think right now, if you're looking at a team that's going to, two players that are going to be moved by the trade deadline for certain, that is not named Ron Hainsey or Jake Gardner. Um, actually, Jake Gardner will get moved. I think at least, at least we'll probably swallow that pill, but it's going to be Wayne Simmons and Dougie Hamilton. Or Marcus Johansson. New Jersey's a seller. New Jersey's a seller, but they're not. Uh, Marcus, they're Johans- tr- Marcus but, Johansson's stock is not what it was when he was playing with Washington. But he's a UFA next year. 4.583333 repeating. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah, they're probably going to try to get rid of it, but it ain't going to be to a contender. They're going to be to someone that wants a player. I don't think Johansson's going to be good enough. He's not, he's not a big enough buy or big enough sell to bring in a lot to it from a cup contender. All I'm saying, he's not like I said. He's not as good as he was when he. They've was got playing. six. He, pending, excuse me. He's not has been as proficient. He's not the same player. But I'm I'm looking at New Jersey right now. They have six pending unrestricted free agencies. Free agencies. Six, six pending unrestricted free agents. Fragrances like uh, polo fragrances. Yeah. Just like, no, like smells like Yankee Candle. You know. They have six I, smells. They got six smells. One smell, Marcus Johansson. Next smell, Brian Boyle. Not going to get rid of him. Third smell, Character. Ben Lovejoy. Fourth smell, oh my God. Keith ben Kincaid. Lovejoy. Keith Kincaid. Uh, you're going to have to resign him because Schneider should be out the door, right? Fifth smell, Igor Yakovlev. Okay, keep, keep her moving. Andrew Stafford. Oh, my gosh, that's right. Drew Stafford's in New Jersey now. Yep. Um, I think, like I said, Johansson I don't think is worth it. He wouldn't be worth – if you're a cup – I don't think he's going to be looked at by cup. You can probably try to sell him off, but um, what I really – the team I really want to see who's going to make any moves could be Florida. Actually, scratch that. Kincaid might be moved. He might be on the sale block because for what? Why on. do you? No, you don't want Schneider. You can't. I, I'm, not say, I'm not saying. I'm not saying. No, 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 no. Mackenzie Blackwood. No, you can't. You got to keep Mackenzie Blackwood. No, 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 no. I'm saying that Mackenzie Blackwood 
you know, getting all uppity and everything, being becoming a better, you know, being the starter, but being a starter, keep her moving, gives New Jersey the ability to move Kincaid. But I w- would you rather have would you rather have Schneider be your backup or Kincaid? I'd like Kincaid just because he's okay. But Schneider, Schneider, dude, he's he's bad news. Schneider is bad news simply because you can he cannot keep him healthy. He cannot stay healthy right now. He hasn't. He never. He did not win a single game in 2018. But at the same time, and he was hurt for half. Of who's going to buy his contract? He's on IR right now, six million until 22-23 when he's oh a UFA. My gosh, why would you? Sign Nobody's going to take that contract. Oh, and why by the way, would you sign that? And, oh, and by the way, here's another. Vancouver will take it back. They need a backup goaltender. Since here's Nelson's another. has gone. You you asked me why you would take. Kincaid to leave over uh, Corey Schneider. I'll tell you why. Because Corey Schneider has a no trade clause, modified or sing- or just no trade clause. No trade clause, oh, straight up. That's dumb. That was- six years or six million for the next four years, including this year. Thirty-two years old. That was a bad always contract. hurt. No trade clause, straight up. Well, you can't move him if he's on IR. I know that for a fact. Well, you can't move him if he has a no trade clause. Unless he unless he repeals it, correct. Which and he's not going to. You want to know why? Because it's six mil guaranteed money. Well, it's going to be six mil wherever he goes. He's going to make. And money. you know what? Hey, if I if I were Corey Schneider, I'd just get hurt, take my money, and leave. He doesn't go enough anyways. Um. So that's just my Taylor Hall is also still on IR. By the way, uh, I know he's, he's been also out, making he's been six out million dollars. Ten or eleven games now. Yep. Um. Yeah, that's gonna. It, I'm just saying, Mackenzie Blackwood, 22 years old. He's going to be your starter. He's going to be the starter. Exactly. Absolutely. There's no when, question. If about you it. were to give up Keith Kincaid's contract, which is actually it would, acceptable, you would be, be giving it up. One point two five. You wouldn't be giving it up. One point two five. He's an unrestricted free agent. He's going to walk. One point two five this year. Unrestricted free agent next year. I don't even know who their backup's going to be, but or their Bingman, the AHL goaltender is going to be. But anyways, uh, I can look it up. Nah, don't worry about it. Because, like I said, if Keith Kincaid is going to walk. There's Cam no Johnson and Eddie Lack. Oh my gosh! Any like clear waivers? That's right. Yep. Yeah, you're keeping Blackwood. You're keeping Blackwood. Thir- the 31 year old's making six hundred and fifty thousand UFA next year. Well, yeah, because he got signed for min- league minimum. Uh, I just don't like. Remember when league minimum was five hundred flat? Remember when league minimum was a buck and a half? Remember when league minimum was a, a handshake and a shiny quarter? You got a shiny penny. Well, listen here, bud. I heard you have a bad family life. I'll take you on the road. We'll play some hockey. How about that? Ottawa Silver 7. There you go. Team got a silver dollar every time they won the selling cup. There you go. And they won a lot of those. And somehow the senators of today still honor those. Remember that team 100 years ago? Yeah. Yeah. We're going to honor them because they're better than we are. Well. Woo, man. They won the hey. Stanley Cup by beating the Dawson City Klondikers. Here's the by thing, a though, combined dude. score of 102. I don't remember what the official score of that was, but Here's that was hilarious. All I'm saying, dude. Next time Ottawa wins a cup, they're going to take down all the banners. They're going to take them all down from the Ottawa Silver 7 and just finally have the one. Well, no, they'll have those up. I'm just saying, those players are getting some silver dollars. There better be some gosh darn silver dollars. The silver 50, 50, player, 50 contracts or whatever. Um, Everyone gets a silver. Well, not to mention, like, staff and Well, no, they'd have, to be, they'd have to be toonies then, right? They want to be silver because loonies are not silver. Well, no, duh. So everyone's getting a toonie. 
Dude, dude, I caught her. Babe, I got a raise. Oh my god, you signed it like an extension or something. Oh, I got a toonie. We're going. To, I'm going to get a cup of coffee with the boys. We're going to Cancun. We're going to Cancun with that toonie. Nine in in 1897. Um, um, I'm trying to think about any other. Uh, oh, Sergey Bobrovsky after being scratched. A lot of teams are thinking about him. Well, that's a talk. But of course, the win last night, Felino. I, I, I said it, I talked about it briefly on Thursday. I'm, I want. Apparently, what had happened was, according, okay. to, according to my good buddy Fridge, not this, your buddy. Yep. The story is that he was, he was. I guess there were things that were said after the season last year by coaches or whatever, and he's still kind of a little bit on edge of that. Which and is the he, reason why he didn't sign an extension last summer. Correct. And then he got pulled from a game recently, and instead of just going on the bench, he... He was scratched. No, he got... No, this is before Nashville. So the game before Nashville, he was... He got pulled from the game. Corpus Hollow went in, and he, instead of sitting on the bench like anyone else would, he got into his street clothes and just kind of went upstairs. Despite the trainer coming in and saying, we need you on the bench. Just in case, you know. But Bob Roski walked out. And I guess... Bob Roski? Bob Roski! <laughs> Painting with, here's how to be a backup goaltender with Bob Rowski. Afternoons on PBS. Just gotta make sure, gotta make sure, make the sounds. It's like your feet going upstairs. No, he's riding an elevator. This is how you draw a sun ray. Career going away. Okay, but that's what he that's, ain't going away. But that's what caused. That's what caused the um. Words melt. That's what caused him being set for Nashville. But I'm trying to think. With the exception of Ryan Miller when he got traded from Buffalo to St. Louis in 2014. Are you asking who's a more when disappointed was the, team? When was the last time you saw a goaltender bought at the trade deadline? Ryan Miller in 2014. Um, gosh, I'm trying to think of him now. Chris, uh, Chris Osgood back in 2003. Uh, when we went from New York to St. Louis. The Islanders St. Louis. Uh, gosh. I can't think of any right now. I'm uh, I'm trying to think off the top of my head. Are you looking at big goaltender trade deadline moves or something? Because I know there have been goalies traded before the deadline. I'm trying to think of goaltenders that are like bought for a, like a playoff run. Because Ryan Miller worked out so well for the Blues. Because remember, that was the deal that sent Yaroslav Halak to Buffalo, and then he got flipped to the Islanders like, in a couple hours. Um, oh, gosh. There's not many, eh? Um, I'm trying to look here. What are you, what are, what are you looking at? What would what you search exactly? Uh, goaltenders uh, bought at the trade deadline. And what do you got? Anything? Like looking up what would happen if the minimum wage. Yeah. Okay, so hypothetical the the hypothetical deadline because not all these trades happened like Sorry, during. Yeah. Okay, I know what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Mike Tenders ever bought Mike Louis to Hartford from St. Louis in return okay. for Greg Millen. Um, oh wow, Greg Millen. This is okay. We're going way back here. Okay. Uh, here I'll I'll go up to modern era. Tom Barrasso to Ottawa. Uh, right. 
with Ron Tugnut going to Pittsburgh. Right. I remember that because that was the 2000, right? Or 2000? Or 99 or 2000? Because 2000 was the year they... Dwayne Rolison to Edmonton. Hold on. No, no, no. Because oh. that, was, that was the year... That was the year they played the Leafs in the playoffs and Steve Thomas scored that goal in yes. game five. And what a finish! Yep. Bobby Cole. Um, yeah, I remember 2006, that. 2006, Dwayne Rollison to Edmonton From for Minnesota. Minnesota for two draft picks. I remember that because also, Edmonton would have won the Stanley Cup if Dwayne Rollison didn't get hurt in game one. Also 2006, Jose Tador to Colorado from Montreal for David Ibesher. David Abisher. Sure. Oh my gosh, that was 2006? Yep. Are you sure? Dead serious. You're thinking, oh my goodness, I forgot that trade happened that, because uh, that was right after Carey Price got drafted. God, I remember 2009, that. 2009, Pascal LeClaire and a second round nope. pick. Keep, nope. <laughs> no, Pascal LeClaire getting traded was, no. Okay, was, 2010, Carey Lettinen to Dallas from Atlanta for Ivan Vishnevsky and a fourth round pick. Okay, well, yeah, because Carey Carrie Lennon had a couple good seasons there with Dallas. Never really had the playoff success, but that was a decent move. Not a big one, but anyways. Um, 2010, Ottawa acquiring Craig Anderson from Colorado for Brian Elliott. Oh, my. Yeah, Brian Elliott went to Colorado for a hot second. Honorable <laughs> mentions. Ben Bishop to Tampa Bay from Ottawa. Yeah, uh, that happened midseason. I mean, the, Tommy Sowell to Edmonton from the Islanders. Right. And, yep. um, yeah, because Dan was Bouchard to Quebec from Calgary, 1981. Wow. Well, they didn't mention Chris Osgood in there. Okay. I'm sorry. Because I, I don't know if you have you heard the recent SDP. No. So Adam, oh, I haven't heard all of it. So Adam Wilde says they were talking about like guys that could be in the Hall of Fame or whatever. Chris Osgood. No, they said Chris. Like I was like, I know Chris Osgood's good, but I'm like, oh, I'm like, hey, it's whoa. in his name, dude. Chris Osgood has. Earned an opportunity to be considered the Hall of Fame. He's won no. over 400 games. No, 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 no. He hasn't earned an opportunity to be in the Hall of Fame. He's earned being in the Hall of Fame. Like, it's, there's no, I, I hate that. I hate that people say he's the worst goaltender with this Stanley Cup. Because you want to know why Corey Crawford won it and Antini Emmy won it. Yes, Corey Crawford in 2015 was a different goaltender. But 2013, Corey Crawford. 2010, Antini Emmy. Get off my case. Chris Osgood has earned the right to be him. And yes, he's been on, yes, he was on really good teams in the mid-90s. But guess what? Everyone forgets that Mike Vernon, who's also not in the Hall of Fame, which that's a sh- that's a crime in itself. Chris Osgood led that team in the '97 season. Yes. But then, ba- then Scotty's like, hey, I need experience in the playoffs, and yes, it worked. Mike Vernon did his job. Yes. But the next year, '98, similar team. Chris Osgood played well. Yes. Oh, he got scored on from center ice. Oh my goodness, it happens all the time. I mean, Grant Fuhr got scored on from the. F- Frickin', well, well, was it was it the blue line or was it the well? Red yeah, that's the thing. Is like everyone's like, oh, Grant Fuhrer, you know, he was he he made his numbers may not have been great, but he, when it was seven to six in a close game and he made the big save in the end, great. Chris Osgood deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. If Grant Fuhrer is allowed to be in the Hall of Fame, so Chris, Chris Osgood, exactly, absolutely. I mean, there's there's no there's no reason he shouldn't be. He's such a and he was and there were games. Well, think about it this way. I'd, I'd make a comparison between Patrick Waugh. No. Think of it this way. No, Patrick no, Waugh was on an amazing team uh, with great defense. 96? That's a stretch. 86? The 86 Habs okay. should not have won the Stanley Cup. Okay, that's that that okay, that's an <laughs> I'm exception. Right. I'm, I'm right. talking I'm talking Colorado. Patrick okay, Waugh. Okay, 2001, yes. 2001 was a super team, but Dominic Kashuk won in 2002. Yeah. Is but, he in, uh, is he in the Hall of Fame? Yes. 
Oh, is he? Yes. Oh, okay. But I'm, what okay. I'm saying just, is like, just, 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 just I'm saying, Pat, wait, wait a second here. Patrick, no, wait, 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 wait a second. You're telling me just because Dominic Hasek, but Dominic Hasek won two heart trophies and two, and two you're telling me that Dominic Hasek, Dominic just, Hasek took the Buffalo Sabres to the Stanley Cup final. All I'm saying is just because, and then he got the ju- fight with management. Just because <laughs> Tom Tomas Vanek is just sitting there. Thomas Vanek didn't even play with Buffalo when he when Hashik was there. He wasn't even direct. He wasn't even out of junior. Wasn't even in junior. But well, well, he played off uh, Dominic Hashik's uh, recipe no. or his uh, reputation. No, he didn't. Um, no, I mean like Buffalo. Ray Emery took the Ottawa Senators. Like, okay, oh, okay, sorry. Okay, but no, but, but, Chris. I, but all Chris I'm saying Osgood is this: absolutely, just because. Dominic Hasek has a non-traditional hockey goalie mask, and it's not the one that Chris Osgood used. It's BS. That Cooper helmet did wonders for Chris Osgood. It did wonders for Manny Legacy. It did Wait, great what? things. Oh, no. Uh, or was it Manny no, Legacy? No. No. Well, what's, what's no if, if you say Dan Cloutier, we're going to have to come to blows. Well, uh, Dan Cloutier was the worst goaltender ever. The Canucks ran the backs of Marcus Naslin, the Sedins, and Todd Bertuzzi. <laughs> Fun fact, honorable mention, I forgot it. Dan Cloutier to Vancouver from Tampa Bay, 2001. <laughs> Dude! <laughs> Be gone! Go home! Sayonara! Why? Was there gold? I don't even know who their backup was in that 2002 year, year but I, I'm sorry. I just... <laughs> but I can't get over the fact that, that Chris Osgood... People just hate on him all the time. He was such, like... I'm yes, I under, and, and then there's people be like, oh, what if Chris Osgood is? Why isn't Felix Potman? Because Felix Potman never won his Stanley Cup. Let's be honest. Except for those those three or four-year span in Toronto. Tyler, I'm going to look the up the one year in Los center. Angeles. The one year in Los Angeles and the few years there in Toronto, he was good. But look at his time with the Islanders, with the Canucks, with Boston. He was not that good of a goal. He wasn't a show-stopping goaltender. Byron Defoe outplayed Felix Potman. That should tell you all you need to know about that. But what I'm trying to say is Chris Osgood is just, he, yes, he may not have had the greatest years, but he took an Islanders team that should not have made it to the playoffs, to the playoffs, to seven games against the Leafs. He took St. Louis, who was at the, who had a good team in front of him, yes, but let's be honest, Brent Johnson was not going to get him anywhere. So Karis Osgood came in and stepped in and did a really good job. And then he came back to Detroit and won a Stanley Cup. Why doesn't he get any credit for it? Madison Hat needs another Hall of Famer. What are you looking at, Alex? Okay, here's the thing. Um, I'm trying to look at like all of the goalies that have ever been inducted in the Hall of Fame, and I'm going from 2018 backwards, and I'm trying to find one um, that is not as des- should be less deserving than uh, good old Chris Osgood. Struggling. I'm struggling. Well, because Marty was this past year. Patrick okay. Wah. Okay, we have. Martin Brodeur, just keep reading. 2018. No, don't read the names. Uh, just, uh, just, just, name, just go to the names. Okay, fine. Uh, Martin Brodeur, Rogier Vachon. Oh, right. It took him that long. That's Dominic ha- Dominic Hasek. Okay. Uh, Ed Belfour. Ed Belfour. Patrick Waugh. Patrick Waugh. Grant Fear. Okay, Grant Fear. That's one. I don't. Okay, I'm not going to say Grant Fear is worse than Chris Osgood. Billy Smith. And Billy Smith. There's a guy that played on a fantastical team. Vladislav Trechek. The fact that he wasn't the Hall of Fame. The fact that Tony Esposito. Yep. Uh, there were some bad Jerry Cheevers, Bernie Perrant, Ken Dryden, Gump Worsley, Harry Loomley. Harry Lumley. 
Lumley. Lumley. Jacques Plant, Johnny Bauer, Glenn Hall. Yeah, they're, yeah. Okay, yes, these are legendary goaltenders. But you're right. So yeah. you're right. Well, you're right. It's a crime that Curtis Joseph isn't in there yet either. You're right. I would I would agree with you in the fact that in terms of numbers, Curtis Joseph would come before Chris Osgood. Chris Osgood. Whoa, wait a second now. I'm just... That's a bold move, Cotton. I'm what I'm saying. No, hold on. Look I'm at me. Look rolling at me. up the sleeves here, Look at bud. Me. Look at me. You're not looking at me, Alex. Curtis Joseph was a... Mag- he took Leafs teams, dragged them to the playoffs. And yes, Chris Osgood won Stanley Cups. But Did I'm he win a Stanley if- Cup? What? Did he win a Stanley Cup? Curtis, no. You're right. I do agree. He was in the photo of the banner raising, but that was weird. Did he win a Stanley Cup? No, he didn't. Okay. You're right. They sh- those two, in the, with the exception, like I said, with Curtis Joseph and his numbers and Chris Osgood with the Stanley Cups, they should be in the same boat. They should both be in the Hall of Fame. They're no not question. in the same boat. Yes, they are. No, they're not. Yes, they are. I don't care. Would you rather have... Okay, yes. If you look... Everyone's like, oh, Curtis Joseph in 2003 with the Red Wings. Yes, he didn't He didn't hey, get the job done. But that whole me, team didn't get the job let done. Let me tell you something. You're going to tell me something. Me personally? No. No offense to Connor McDavid. If he doesn't win a cup, he's not being in the Hall of Fame. He's going to be in the Hall of Fame. No, he's not. You want to know why? Marcel Dion's in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> Personal preference. Gilbert Perot's in the Hall of Fame. I think people who win the Stanley Cup should be allowed in the Hall of Fame. No. I think there's people... You think Dave Semenko should be a Hall of Famer? Yes. No, you shouldn't. Marty McSorley? Yeah. Heck yeah! Oh my gosh, get off. There should be a wing of the Hall of Fame dedicated to the, the grinders, the, the gritty boys. Bob, yeah, Darren McCarty should be hall, in the Hall the of Fame. The Hall of Enforcers. Darren McCarty, Bob Probert, Joey Kosher, <laughs> Charlie Simmer. Oh, I think Simmer's in the Dude, hall. this is a wet dream you're talking about, buddy. Charlie Simmer. Bill Barber's in the Hall of Fame. I know hey, that. you know what the best part is? Um, that line right there, Bob Probert, Darren McCarty, and Joe Kosher. Who's the center? Who needs centers? Doug Gilmore. You can't have four guys, Alex. No, Doug Gilmore was not a wing. Far from it. Never. Well, you said who was playing center, Ty. Joey Kosher's playing defense, bud. I'm talking, those are all wings I'm talking. I'm trying to think of a, Yeah, they are wings, except uh, for Doug Gilmore. That's what you did there. Oh, anyways. It's been a tough shot. We should probably wrap this up for the third period so I can yell and scream and drink beard probably. While, the, while the Leafs blow this one. I, I knew it was going to happen. I should not have talked about Colorado. Yeah. Shouldn't have talked about them. It's all it's, your fault. It's a jinx, man. Sip, 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 sip. It's all your fault. It's all your fault. It's, it's all your fault. fault. It's all your fault. It's Jay Gardner's fault. I mean, it kind of was. He should have saved that one. That, he's got, okay. <laughs> a diving shot, dude. Get off it. That ain't going to happen. That ain't. That You can't read those. He's just swinging at the puck. You can't Yeah, read it's him. a diving shot. Get on your knees. He was. sit there. He was. Obviously not good enough. Dude, okay, I know you don't understand what it means to be a goaltender in real hockey, Alex. I know you played pod hockey and you played goal, but it's it's, it's, it's different. Okay, you can read shots off the stick. You can see where the stick's pointed, but when you guys just swing at the puck like that, you just go down and hope it hits you. That time it was right inside the post, a perfect shot. Soderbergh could not try that again if he... He couldn't do that again if he tried it 100 times. Whatever. But what I'm saying is, like, I just... You know what I'm saying? And this if, team's losing games they shouldn't be, man. You know what I'm saying? And they're winning games they don't hey, deserve. Hey, you know what I'm saying? What? I'm saying if people disagreed or agreed with our opinions or if they have something else to say, hashtag TKP. Message us or you know talk to us on Twitter at the Keel Podcast. That is the K U E H L 
podcast. They can read what the show's called, Alex. It's what? on their, It's on the screen. I'm just saying, you know, you never know. You never know. You're right. right. Somehow this gets on the radio. They wouldn't know because we're totally on the what radio. What about the blind listeners, dude? Can we get on? Oh, yes. The uh, the Blackbird listeners. <laughs> Black bo- or Bird Box tie. Whatever. Bird Box. That Blackbird. That, that was a uh, how much spy money ship did, How much money did Sandra Bullock get paid to do that load of garbage? A lot. <laughs> it had to have been. Because <laughs> that was a dumb movie. I was wasting my time. I mean, it's not a dumb movie. It's just a... a dumb idea? It was You're a, right. What, what? Well, actually, the idea was good. No, no. The execution was garbage. No. Like the show. The idea was great. What's the one movie with John Krasinski? <gasps> a Quiet Keith, Place or whatever? Keith they, Jackson died. Who? Keith Jackson. Remember? Whoa, Nelly. Uh, happens. 89 years old. Oh. But all I'm saying, dude, um, a Silent Place or whatever, the one with John Krasinski or whatever, where they, they can't talk and they walk on sand. Sure. It's, it's a blatant ripoff. Needless to say, talk to us at the Keel Podcast. Hashtag TKP. For Tyler, your host as always, Alex. We will see you next time. When is next time? Uh, next week sometime. Next week? Something like that. We'll let you guys know. If you follow us at Keel Podcast, you'll know. See you next time. Bye! Bye.